Hello, this is Ajit Pal Singh, and you are watching me on This Is Dot Live. I'm the director of Tabbar. Uh, Tabbar is a eight-episode series uh, streaming on Sony Live right now, and I hope you can watch it. It's a show about uh, a family and to what extent they will go to save themselves. This is the live show. We're back again this week, and you know, last week we recommended, highly recommended, a series which is playing on Sony Live called Dubber. And today we're lucky to have with us the director writer of Dubber, Ajit Pal Singh. Ajit, thank you for making uh, making the time to be with us on This is Your Live Show. Um, I'm glad to be here. I mean, I'm already excited. Like we have been walking. talking before this recording started and that really made me curious to have this conversation thank you for having me here you are most welcome so for for our listeners who haven't watched the show it is streaming on sony live and just like the other content that is available on sony live this is yet another intriguing amazing show to watch and this show you know when we saw the show when we first uh, realized the show was uh, was released on sony live we expected and you know the premise of the show is very punjab we expected a you know we expected a story about drugs and you know some that was the expectation when you start going you know start start of the show because it does start with that entire drug scenario which is a big big issue yeah. in punjab and then you completely hooked it over to other things but what really hit me and this is what we said in a review as well if you've heard the review on a podcast and you've heard it on radio before guys this is what we said then that we thought there'd be so many issues that would cloud the narrative but none of that happened and you were so clear about the vision of the show so tell us more about what led to the story ah uh, so story was originally written by arman vadala uh, mm. he came up with the idea he the boy from punjab uh, and then he wrote it with sandeep and mr roy and uh, so when i read the screenplay uh, the first episode and then the entire story I, it took me some time to come on board as a director, but once I was on board as a director, and when I read the entire screenplay, uh, you know, I realized there is a there is a theme running through the story, you know, and and that theme was uh, kind of is there a god, and if there is a god, will he help us, you know? Now, <clears throat> when I say this theme. uh it doesn't need to be out there spoken loudly in a in a in a good story in fact most of the good story kind of play with the drama and the theme in a way that you don't know where the theme is and where the drama is it's it's kind of but that's what attracted me the most to the story you know like to be able to ask that question is there a god you know like how उनका 
and if we do wrong we will be punished in certain but but who is going to punish us you know is it god who is going to punish us is it law that is going to punish us is it our own psyche that is going to punish us so there were all these questions in my mind and you know and when you have question as a director when you are reading something when you are reading a material and if you have lot of question and if you try to ask those question in your storytelling that kind of makes it interacting which we were talking about you know like a responsibility of an artist is not always to give answer you know the responsibility of an artist is to actually ask the right question to make the audience think about the answer they may find the answer they may not find the answer but as an artist we should not try to give answers that's something interesting that you say that the the responsibility of the artist is to ask the right question so um the question that you asked here and the the question that you explored was that something wrong happened who is the right person to punish and who is how how will the why does the concept why is there this connect in people's mind between an action and a reaction why does a reaction need to happen to an action and why why and and this entire question of morality that interests me a lot because morality has been defined and redefined and flogged and people have yeah. their own definition of morality what is moral to you might not might be moral to me and in different cultures right and yeah, in different yeah. circumstances so who yeah, who yeah. is another person to question somebody else's morality but then is god the ultimate answer for that morality and i think these no, no. are the questions these are the questions <laughs> that you bring 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 around in your story yeah, yeah, and yeah, now i get yeah. what questions you were trying to solve while while doing it so when we come to the question of morality is it a difficult balance between balancing the expectation of the audience and the questions within you how do you balance that ah uh, ah uh, so it's like you know uh, i i believe like most of the art form that plays with time and there are not many it's only cinema and music you know like where time passes as age or theaters like but not so much but cinema and music mainly where the time is passing in front of you and that's where you create art so i think i personally believe that in cinema or in novel also in in, in a different way the story unfold in a way that you ask a good question and then you delay a very good answer okay if you ask that question and give the answer immediately people are not involved mm. you know so you really have to ask a very intelligent question and then create a puzzle and that puzzle is the answer so puzzle is like you give some answer at the start audience think they know the answer but then you give something else or oh, no 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 what we thought were wrong that's how you take them into you know, they make them part of your watching experience if you immediately tell them this is right this is wrong they will get punished people will get bored you know they are not sitting in church or gurdwara to hear preaching <laughs> 
No, no, you're you're right over there. But the question over here is there is a balance between. So while watching the show, and this is what we said in our review as well. While watching the show, the the the, the most interesting part was that you almost root for the guy. You know he's wrong, but you're rooting okay. for him to save his. His family, because yeah, because there is this morality aspect of it, but there is this family yeah. aspect of it, yeah. which is very yeah. close to South Asian yeah. cultures. But yeah. why only yeah. South Asian culture? Any culture, family is family, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. how do you yeah. how did you how did you balance the narrative? Because you know, at at some point in time, you run the risk of telling people that this was right. Yeah. No, I get your question. So see, it's like you know, in real life. uh there are no heroes and there are no villains there absolutely nobody is a hero and nobody is a villain true like you may meet your hero like the person that you believe is a hero and you spend 3 years with that person and you will find a villain in that person hmm. you know the typical hero and typical villain are our own creation to give moral messages and uh uh to kind of uh, i mean it's too complicated if we get yeah, into yeah i it, you know? i understand yeah, that yeah, thesis yeah, of thesis of yeah, okay yeah. this is right and this is wrong and this needs yeah. to be uh, you need to penance this and then you'll karma will hit yeah, you and yeah, this is sin yeah, and this yeah, is not sin yeah, that's yeah. that's very so, that's very that's very yeah, relative yeah, basically yeah. and so i'm i'm just yeah. interest like mm-hmm. even in my feature film and short film uh, like in my short film ramand gamman the main character is a thief you know and in a feature film fire in the mountain you will not like the woman for what she does uh, neither the husband so i like create this is our this is what is love actually if you think about it you know like what do we really struggle in day to day life with our partners with the people that we like we struggle that they don't act behave the way we want them to and we know that we should not expect it but we expect it you know and they don't act like how we think they should act and that creates conflicts but that also creates bonds so what you're telling me that your characters have a compass and you've given a compass to each character and then the conflict of the characters happens when one's com- one's compass doesn't fit into the other's compass so basically yeah. basically that's where the involvement of everybody but these these characters that you built um uh, uh, in the show are so realistic uh, you know that that entire the way the way the protagonist tries to save his family he goes down to whatever he can do to make sure that the blame doesn't come upon them and he does really terrible things in the process but but you feel as audience you you feel he's totally justified for some reason yeah yeah how difficult was that to to write how difficult was that to direct because and, and on top of it there were these sub sub plots going on it felt like punjab it felt like small small city punjab and all these small plots going on how difficult was it to write a character like that in a story that was sharply um whatever happened around that person the story did not move an inch from its narrative how do you manage so, that because that is a feat in itself that's the toughest part actually of of creating tabar or fire in the mountain or anything and you know and you know it's like uh, 
like the film that attracted me the mo- the film that made me a filmmaker was called 400 blows by uh, francis blow from francis tofu from paris you know from french filmmaker mm-hmm. and i have always been in love with very realistic cinema like whether it's iranian or new wave or japanese you know and and initially when i thought of becoming a filmmaker i thought this should be easy you know this is this is just so real all they are doing is they are just shooting something that is so real it's only when i started writing and directing i realized how difficult it is to create recreate a sense of reality you know uh it's much more easier to create big budget hollywood bollywood films where you throw the reality out of the window and you have your own rules and your own universe and that's trust also me. fun trust me i just watched but, suryavanshi i just watched suryavanshi yeah yeah but it's much more easier you know it's much more easier to do creating reality is much more tougher job hmm. because the truth is there is no reality you can't like everything is an interpretation i interpret something you interpret something and uh and you can't really just go and shoot everything that is just too real or real real like you know because uh, at the end people are watching your cinema on on a screen and on a screen you need to have a color palette uh composition scheme uh frame grammar so what you are shooting is not really real but you need to create it very real uh for the so you know why audience starts liking something that is so real because it is real but not the reality that they experience every day you know it's it needs to be slightly different from the reality too it can't be just real so that's why we had a certain so why, why did you why did you say that about the audience they don't want it to be their reality this is what you said that's your sen- sentence the audience wants somebody else's reality not their own ah uh, no they can want their reality but mm. not in the re- not in the complete real form okay See, let's let's talk create... a little bit more about that yeah, that's yeah, interesting yeah. why do yeah. why, why do we create art like if you think about it the best art can be uh an evening sunset like nobody can beat it you know or gazing at the star nobody can beat it so why do we create art uh, and when we create art why do we always end up liking the art that is not exactly how the real sunset was but different you know like that, if you look at the painting Yeah that's very that's a very interesting a thread that you've just picked up that means that when people are critiquing a show or a movie or a piece of work for its reality they're just they're just barking the wrong tree because it's not supposed to be real it's supposed to be a a glorified form of real it's supposed to be an aberration from yes, the real then yes. that is what makes the story interesting yes. that means the truest of the biopics will also have some drama that's not realistic And, yeah, yeah. and as crit- critics we should accept that yeah yeah and and when we are when we are attracted to a reality that is the reality of one of the character 
you know, with whom we are relating. Uh, for example, uh, say there's a mother and her son is lying in front of a tank. You know, is that mother really going to think about how big is the universe? No. Our reality will be just that tank and that yes, person. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know? Totally. So, so, like, when we experience reality, we also need to remember, as a maker, create that reality from a character's point of view. <laughs> and not go out of that, <laughs> what that character is experiencing at that time. So there are many rules, like, which we need to uh, follow if you want to create a content that continuously feels real as if, oh, this could happen to me or this could happen to, this is exactly how I have seen it happen. But the truth is, in reality, it never ever happens like this. But it attracts audiences. I think um, a, lot, a lot of what you said makes sense because if you watch the content coming out of Indian television, none of that is real. I mean, that is such... Yeah. Uh, you know, that entire trope of middle-class women being poor little, you know, people, women, bahus that take crap from sass, that emotional abuse. Yeah, uh, but yeah. those that content does extremely well because uh, Ekta Kapoor once said that poor middle-class women crying works for most of the TV audience. And, and then she's right that that poor middle-class woman who is getting tortured, which is crap content, literally, but that works for the sensibilities of the audience that's watching, that has the time to watch it. But then they also, uh, that, that, that story of that, you know, you, you make it so bad for her and then she comes back with a bang and she becomes very smart and very empowered all of a sudden. Yeah. I think that yeah. comeback story is the one that, that gives the adrenaline to the audience. In your story, this this entire story, there, the the lady um, played by Supriya Patak is she's a very strong woman to literally stand by her husband while all of that is happening. But then it starts hitting her psyche, right? And she's not your typical strong woman who do a bad deed and you know let it go, but it stays in her psyche. How did you come up with that character? How did how did you think the audience was gonna take an affinity towards that kind of a woman? So I mean, uh, Sargun and Omkar were the biggest attraction for for me when I came on board because uh, uh, you know it's just that conflict. Like she really believes. Uh, that what they have done is wrong. She really believes that God is going to punish them. She really believes there is a God, you know, and uh, and that's very much like my mother, you know. So uh, uh, how I do, like, you know, when you when you mention that palpable sense of reality in the show, even when I'm saying that it's not really real, it's constructed. But there are rules how you construct it. You can't just like decide that I think this is real and I'm going to create it. No, this is not how you go about it. So how I go about it, creating this kind of character and sense of reality is that I read screenplay multiple times and I ask a lot of questions. And it's a very time-consuming process. It's not like one or two days process. It's like 
towards same one long process of reading many many times so for example in the in episode 1 there is a scene where omkar uh uh gives her insulin injection you know and when i was reading it i was like why is she not doing it you know i mean it's just an injection she can also get up if she can cook and walk and do everything why can't she just take her insulin injection and she seems to be a very good house manager like she's running her house very efficiently so why is she not taking that injection but then you move on in your screenplay when you are writing this question the job the job is not to give immediate answer but to just ask question and multiple set of question and then what happens at the end of eight episode you probably have 300 400 question and you may have 50 60 question only about serving and when you look at all those question those question start giving answer to you because there is a pattern in those question there is a pattern in her behavior so there is a pattern in those question you know and then you find the pattern because your question start leading towards finding a pattern in the character you find a pattern and then of course you go to specific questions like when i went back to specific question why is she herself not giving her an insulin injection i remember my mother so my mother also has diabetes and for a long time she believed she can keep her diabetes in control by drinking karelika juice and lokita juice you know and she doesn't need medicine because ayurveda can solve her diabetic problem and like ha ah, maybe sarvam thinks like that you know she really believes she doesn't need an injection that she can take care of herself by drinking karela juice but omkar knows if he will not give her an injection she will not take an injection and then 20 days later she will fall sick which is so Now, typical so typical of indian women they don't take care of themselves they'll take care of the family so that's the answer yeah, to your question yeah, right yeah but what happens in this way when you make it connected to people you know the character rises above the paper now i just now she is not just a typical indian woman who doesn't take care of her she is my mother who has a story i know how she acts i know her relationship with my father i know my father's relationship with her so to create this reality this is what you need to do you need to move very 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 far away from generalizing you got you got to put put life into those characters before you start imagining yeah so, yeah so what was your were you involved in casting because what is really phenomenal about the show is the cast and you never expected somebody like pavan malhotra for example to be this stellar i mean of course i've watched a lot of his work i remember uh, you know watching tumbin and you know yeah. I, i think that was the start of his movie career and everything and in tumben he plays this this friend who hides the dead body right who do anything for his best friend he hides the dead body and i remember him in that role and that I, that role is specifically i remember because in that role also he was a sikh right just like here so that's why the parallels 
How did you choose these actors? What made you think that these actors were the right actors to put out, pull, pull off the characters yeah, that yeah. you'd created in your head? Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, thank you for asking. I like, like, let me tell you, Pawan Manotra was not the original choice, and I was not the original director of the show. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was another director, and there was another actor who was already on board. and i think uh, he's a good actor too uh and the creator harman wadala really believed that other actor is a better choice you know but i mean that's the beauty of directing a material that is written by somebody else like you learn how uh you can look at the feel the same material and feel so differently about the character then the person who has written it and it's amazing like how it can it's possible you know so when i read the screenplay i was like no this must be pawan malhotra how what made you what uh, made you think of it had see, you worked with like, him before uh, no never wow never. like i had never not even met him before but it was like you are reading it and uh, you know and there are qualities in umkar where he is extremely vulnerable ex- very vulnerable but at the same time you kind of sense that this is a man who will pull the strength from somewhere you know like he has it like underneath this vulnerability he has that strength that he can go to any length also what i felt about that character was that he he was deliberately not somebody you'd notice in a crowd yeah 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 so all this like pawan has been doing so well like he is Tremendous. one of the i think after ompuri he's one of the most versatile actor that we have in this industry and it's kind of sad that he never really got like his talent is still not really exploited by no, this industry after, because after the show after the show he's not going to be able to escape the fame because uh, yeah. just the way he pulled off in a very underhand manner he's the character embodies somebody you will never notice yet yeah. uh, there is there is this you know this desperation in his eyes to save his family yeah, 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 it's yeah. all body language it was so yeah, well done yeah. by him yeah yeah uh, it's also well done and at the same time you know like what happens as a actor as a director whatever you do uh when you have a certain kind of personality that kon malhotra has which is like now i got to know him very well which is like it doesn't really go out there to ask for work or shout that look how good i am or shares his back back story where he come from and how he has struggled he's a kind of man who waits and when given a chance he mesmerizes you totally totally so so he also knew that this is my chance to tell all these producer and other actors who have come after me and who have not seen me to tell them hey i am here 
and I still dance. No, true. I, I mean, mean this, this, this movie was a, st- this show was a statement for Pavan Malhotra. Anyone who had written him off or forgotten about him will now remember him forever because this this entire you know the show just brought yeah, forward yeah, such yeah. amazing talent so yeah. um how would you how would you put a genre to this it's it's a crime thriller at one end but but then when you when you dig deeper it's not a crime thriller it is a human it's it's a human drama it's a fluid morality drama right and and you question the entire concept of morality in a very um of uh, offhand underhand away where you know you don't you don't bring the god in front yet you're questioning the entire you know theory right which is very smartly done by the way i have to give it to you it is a lot of smart writing it's a lot of smart intelligent direction in bringing those concepts forward and even the questions forward in a very um underhand manner Uh, so so when you when you do that was it written or did, was it something that you thought of doing while you, the story was evolving see even if it's written you know uh still as a director you know to find it like most of the time writer even when i write my own screenplay i don't really know the thing as a writer i think that i know you know but most of the time i don't really know the theme as a writer it's only when i read my own story as a director and and use certain tools that i have learned improvised innovated developed i start to see a theme and that theme may or may not be what the writers had intended you know and it doesn't matter whether it is a theme that writer had intended or not intended because at the end of the day i am the director and i need the theme to be able to create images that we are going to create because you don't create images by the story story cannot create images it's only theme that can create images i tell you why like a murder happens now if you don't have a theme you know you are going to create image let's go for dutch angle let's go wide here let's go close up here let's put the camera there remember that film let's do it like that this is your conversation then you know but if you know the theme then you know what you want to do with these images like you want to create a sense that somebody is watching you that god is watching you you know so then you have the top angle there's a reason why we have top angle not because it looks nice yeah so, i saw i saw uh, that happen i saw that happen every time he's coming in and out of the house and you know those specific that specific moments when he's when you think he's doing something wrong because everything yeah. is so relative in his head he's doing yeah. the right thing by saving his family yeah. but yeah. on a moral yeah. moral scale it might have been wrong um yeah. now is that a uh, you know did the fact that pavan comes from punjab really matter and supriya patak of course is not punjabi did it matter to you when you were selecting these uh, the cast a lot a lot actually like uh, so apart from supriya patak no other cast member is non punjabi 
and even supriya patna gets somebody who is married to into a punjabi family yeah yeah her father was punjabi you know uh, she's not that uh, fluent in punjabi but she's not uh, that bad either you know so it mattered a lot because you know like that's where that sense of reality comes in like like uh then i mean yeah, i'm i like everyone but there's a bengali face there is a gujarati face there is a tamilian face there is a malayali face and there's a punjabi face you can't deny it you know like there might be a punjabi face that might fit into gujarati character but not all the punjabi faces will fit into gujarati character when you want to create that sense of reality you need to think about faces you need to think about the actors who are going to act in your series and plus the language also matters i mean in fact if i had more time i would have had punjabi workshop with all the punjabi actors to make them talk with jalandhar accent and not with lahori or amritsari or delhi like right now if you are if you really pay attention to accent you can start hearing that pawan manotra is speaking a different kind of punjabi sahil is speaking a different kind of punjabi that, you can that start is, that is where that, i was coming you know? that is exactly yeah. where i was coming from because uh if you if you watch punjabi uh, shows and you watch punjabi movies the accents differ uh de- depending on how urban you want to show the people right yeah, urbanization yeah, yeah. matters so from the yeah. urban thing you know that that pseudo punjabi shown in bollywood is is so pseudo that you just want to get rid of it some point yeah, yeah, because yeah, punjabi yeah. don't speak like that but then that specific accent in even their hindi a specific way in which words end and roll into the next word that pavan malhotra aced it completely totally aced it you didn't i mean there's there's there is no question in your head that you know this house belongs to him and it is a city in punjab there was no question yeah, about yeah 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 so did uh, you shoot this through the pandemic oh yes <laughs> yeah yeah through the and, pandemic and lot of lot of thing i mean uh it was i think uh, december that i came on board like early december that i came on board as a director on this project and we started writing and i also came on board because uh, my feature film fire in the mountain got into sundance sundance yeah uh, so the festival right yeah. that that's where everybody said okay Uh, we will take you as a director so uh, i came on board and uh, then on 10th february like we were shooting in march on 10th february i learned that i have thyroid cancer yes and i needed a surgery mm-hmm. and i was like you know there was only one question in my mind when i learned that i have thyroid cancer that will i be able to do this show i so 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 wanted to do this show so i asked my doctor and doctor i doctor said like are you workaholic i said yeah i am workaholic and he like do you love your job i said you know i adore what i am doing right now and so like, go ahead you know you will recover faster if you work so i had my surgery i was in hospital for four days i came home and i think i rested for two days and i was back in office and then we went for shooting and 
lockdown started and and i'm so thankful that i was doing this show i mean i can't imagine that there was corona and i had a cancer surgery and i would be at home and i would be reading how many people are dying in this country and how badly corona was managed by each and every kind of government and state or country you know like were really horribly managed uh and i would have been crying at home not knowing what to do i would have been feeling very very helpless at that time but because i was shooting a series you know that i really loved there was problems like things would get little this and that we would not get location number of people have to be kept small uh, i was not able to speak my voice had completely gone i was able to only whisper to the actors and to the crew and when when you wear a mask and then you try to whisper the mask kills some of your <laughs> volume so there were lot of struggle but i'm glad you know like that we were shooting at that time and not at home and i remember that when i would come back to the hotel i would realize that oh i have some pain and yeah i had a cancer and i had a surgery okay let me take one large bag of whiskey and go to bed <laughs> you know so so that's what i did like i know i think uh, it helped me like get over I've read a yeah. lot about your background and the fact that um, you know your family had to move from Batinda to Ahmedabad um, during the riots in uh, in Del- uh, in in uh, Punjab. Uh, tell us a little bit more about how that gave character to a lot of your storytelling. Ah, uh, I think everything, you know, like everything comes from from those experiences. Uh, in nutshell. it's like you know events like that whether it's operation blue star and district riots or 911 or many other events like that you know it's it's not those people who who die in that event i mean the people who die are lucky one they're gone they are really lucky they are gone uh the families and the people that left that are left behind and that live for so many years without getting justice and and how their the social fabric of that family the economical condition of that family is destroyed like they are made to struggle uh defines you you know like uh, uh i mean all the story this complex character that i am able to create i am able to create because i have experienced those complex character very up close there was a very interesting book uh, i forgot the name of the book that said there are two kind of artists lucky one and unlucky one lucky one are born and grow during a crisis unlucky one are born in normal time and had a nice childhood so i am glad to be a lucky one i really know life you know because me and my family we negotiated 
everything at every corner in this world like everything that we needed we had to negotiate for it we had to fight for it and sometimes we had to be mean for it we had to be selfish for it we had to be wrong for it you know so i have learned that moral are good when you are rich which is which is a statement of the century <laughs> but it's so true you can afford to be moral when you have everything else in place yeah you're yeah, absolutely yeah. right survival is a totally different ball game however yeah. um i think uh, do, do you see a lot of your own life's experiences in the stories you want to tell in the stories you pick up do, do you do you re- do you realize a lot of your experiences there or is it does it uh, does it find its way to to the way you direct things uh definitely it finds the way the way i direct because even if you give me a character that is flatly good or flatly bad i will make him complicated you know like i let's, can't let's talk let's talk more about how did you make um uh, this character and the are more complicated than he really was yeah that's a very nice question you know like uh it's very simple to do it in fact you know it's not really that difficult to do it uh, uh so there are situation where uh you know usually writers end up writing how omkar is feeling you know omkar will speak how he is feeling and when he will speak you will realize that he is struggling with his moral but what i do as a director i don't use those dialogues you take that dialogue out and you let the actor like avan manotra deal with that complexity without speaking a word and when he deals with that very complex feeling and he doesn't speak to simplify it for the audience you create a complex character i'll give you a good example of how you did it uh that scene when he's having drinks with his neighbors without giving any spoilers away that entire scene there, were, there wasn't a dialogue you didn't you didn't know the intent of the character you didn't know what umkar yeah. was going to do in words yeah. but you knew what he was yeah. going to do because yeah. Yeah. you read that character's intent by just the body language and eyes yeah yeah of yeah. umkar yeah. yeah and that's one way you do it and another is like you know uh once you know the theme and uh theme is like is there a god but also there are there are other themes you know like and one of the theme was like we all can be evil we all can be except lucky in this series <laughs> you know we all can be evil and then when i read the screenplay again there were certain characters who were not doing anything that was wrong so then i sat down with the writer and we made all of them do things that are wrong because this is how this is reality in fact you yeah, know even even his his better better kid the the boy he's a good boy but then he hides it and the way he yeah, hides yeah. i mean so yeah. so yes you're you're absolutely right you just had a grip on the characters so hard 
there was difficult for us not to get hooked on the characters, which was a beautiful thing. Yeah. So what is what is the plan now? What are you going to do after the success of this show? This the show is, of course, I mean, it, it has received really amazing acclaim. It is a great series and we highly recommended it uh, ourselves as well. But what are your plans? What, uh, what are you going to do next? Uh, so I'm already uh, working on a series, you know, like I can't disclose a lot right now, but probably by next month we will be able to announce it. If again, uh, I'm very much attracted to the story, to the world and and the kind of question that it asks, you know. So that is there. Then I'm uh, working on future film idea that I will start pitching very soon. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited that the but did so well. And uh, we were all afraid because, you know, like many people told us that it's, it's too real, too dark, too gritty for Indian audience to accept it. Not but we kept believing, we kept believing that that is not like I I always believe that it's not really dark. You know, and if and if I the had Indians audience own, if the Indians audience accepted Mirzapur, this is nothing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Mirzapur was dark, Mirzapur was stark, and Mirzapur was top of the charts for Amazon for months. Worldwide, not only India, worldwide. It was like number two here in America, which is crazy. Wow, wow. So yeah. what what that really tells us is that a, a series like this can be successful with an, Indi with an international audience also because storytelling just doesn't have a language. It's, it's seamless. Yeah. And if you can derive so much inspiration from French um, movies and French theater and French work, uh, a lot of people can derive, um, a lot of other nationalities can derive a lot of inspiration from right. your work, if presented. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. So um, now we look forward to um, more work from you and um, I wish you all the best, Ajitpal. And you. I hope I hope you recover well and we are able to see a lot of your work on Cellulite. And we'd love to hear more about your upcoming series and whenever you have the time, talk about it too, because we'd love to Absolutely. present it to yeah. a yeah. much more international audience, of course. And uh, we'd love to see more of it. Thank you so Thank you. much for all the time. And this, it was lovely chatting with you and getting under the skin of these characters that you've created. Thank you so much for having me on this, Eli. I really had a good time talking with you. Hello, this is Ajit Pal Singh and you're watching me on This Is Dot Live. I'm the director of Tabar. Uh, Tabar is an eight-episode series. Uh, streaming on Sony Live right now and I hope you can watch it. It's a show about uh, a family and to what extent they will go to save themselves.